Hello, everybody, and welcome to Say Report Junior, a podcast you should be listening to, subscribe to, and downloading every week. I am one of your companions, just a companion this week. I'm not a host, I'm just your companion, your friendly neighborhood companion, uh, Dale Decker. And I'm the other companion, Zach Sarawick. I, we didn't. I didn't do anything that time, everybody. Nope. I did nothing. That was just. I... That was just me, uh, fumbling over the words and rolling with it. Ugh. That's what I do. That's what I live for. I don't know what these references are. Anyways. Is it getting to the point where once you say something original, and he's just like, "Wait a second, what am I referencing? Yeah. I'm not. I'm so confused. I'm exactly. not referencing something. It's crazy." Every other every other phrase I say must be a reference. Um, but yeah, how have you been, Zach? I've been good. I That's have. Good. Oh, I just remembered something. Oh, which is great because I was worried I wouldn't have very much to talk about this episode, I but mean, I do. I feel like we have a, a good amount to talk about. We've got some movies that we ne- we need to share our opinion on. Um, I have. I need to talk about Taylor Lautner, <laughs> like just real quick. Okay. But, Remind um, me who that one is again. Ta- is that... who, who Taylor Lautner is? Yeah. He's Edward from the okay. Twilight that the, series. That the the, were, the wolf boy. The okay. wolf boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's. I could just go. I'll. I get. It's quick. Um, I think I've mentioned this this show before, in passing. Um, but I've been watching the British television show called Cuckoo or Cuckoo, however you want to say it. Um. I don't think I realized that was a British show. Yeah, it's it's British, but you know, there's one American actor in it, um, and it's and it's just like Twilight. He brings the whole thing up. <laughs> well, no. So the first season, it's Andy Samberg, right? And and when I started watching the show, I was like, okay, cool, Andy Samberg, fine. Um, but all of the promos, like the picture, the the trailers, everything that like accidentally plays when you turn on Netflix, Netflix yeah. Was showing Taylor Lautner. Yeah, you're confusing me right now, so, so this is interesting. Yeah, <laughs> so the entire first season is is Andy Samberg, and um, the woman who the 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 actress who plays the character Rachel. I didn't. I don't know her name. I did not get her name, but pretty much the second season. I'm not going to tell you why or how, but Andy Samberg is no longer in the show. And is instead replaced by Taylor Lautner. And they the, pull a weird Kevin can wait where they just randomly killed him and brought someone else on, thinking it would somehow be better. I'm not, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you exactly what happened. I mean, I could. I could spoil I, it. I'm like gonna. To think, no, who's gonna watch Cuckoo? Like. I like to think the reality of this situation is he started on Brooklyn Nine Nine that year, and they decide, and he couldn't be on this show anymore. Like, I, I feel like that's maybe, the real reason. Yeah, because I don't even know. I don't even know what year Cuckoo. Like, I should have looked into this, but I've been so engrossed in it that I haven't even checked up on any of that because I don't know when it started. Um, I want to say it started in like I don't know, 2012 or something, but I feel like I'm wrong. Um, but anyway, yes. Okay, so. Spoilers for Cuckoo. You can skip ahead if you want. If you want to not hear this, those but, hot, hot spoilers for yes, Cuckoo. Yes. So basically, the, the opening of the first season of the second season is Cuckoo is uh, or a person is on an expedition in what seems to be Antarctica, and they fall off a cliff, 
and are are lost, um, quote unquote lost. And then later, like five seconds later, it is um, the Ken is the dad's name, and then Rachel, who I mentioned before, and um, it, it's revealed that Cuckoo was killed. And then f- fast forward like two years, I think. And Taylor Lautner shows up. And Rachel is played by a different actress and is now in a, another relationship with a really boring guy. Which, I don't, if, I, if I haven't talked about it, Cuckoo is about a guy who is very spiritual. He is very, like, monk-like. He is, you know, Buddhist. and I think he's Buddhist. I don't know. He's, you know, very free. He is a free spirit who, like, marries a really, you know defined um british woman english woman and when they come home on her gap year and when they come home she is also now this like free spirit and her her mother loves it and her dad is like this is ridiculous um so anyways taylor lautner shows up and is like hey i'm cuckoo's son Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say that he was going that no. he was going to claim to be cuckoo, and this no. entire season was going to be him, like trying to con these people or something. That is what I thought. I thought that he was gonna show up and be like, "Yeah, they found my body. They were able to reconstruct my face, and now I look like <laughs> this." And that's one hundred percent what I thought it was gonna be. But no, he is his son because he because cuckoo had sex when he was thirteen on some camping trip with some um I, I don't even remember the some tribal I, I some person I don't know some native so almost almost human. like it's that's uh, my boy with with Andy Samberg and Adam Sandler kind of almost the same but, but story yeah yeah kind of similar yeah similar um but so he Taylor Lautner is, I forgot how, how much of a hidden gem he is <laughs> because he plays, so he was raised on an ashram in a cult and he escapes the cult because he, to like re- uh, fulfill his one last wish of meeting his father because the next day is the quote-unquote judgment day where the aliens are going to come and re- pick him up and then he'll have, you know, endless orgies for the rest of his life with these alien, you know, women. <laughs> that is what he believes is going to happen. And the next day happens and it doesn't, that no aliens show up. And so his whole world is, like, kind of crumbles down. But they agree to let him stay with them. (laughs) The family agrees to let him stay with them. And he continues for the, like, first couple of episodes. Well, the first, like, the second episode, he finds, like, two more quote-unquote cults and doesn't know, like, the whole deal with them. And he's just really naive and really innocent and he, it's just the funniest thing to watch Taylor Lautner do. Be this dumb, like, innocent child. That's like when, when Zac Efron <laughs> made his, like, comedy jump after, like, from Disney's Handle Star to I'm going to do a bunch of, like, sappy love story yeah. movies. And then all of a sudden it was, oh, and also I'm making Mike and Dave need wedding dates <laughs> and Baywatch. Yep. Yeah. 
So, so it's it's really it's really interesting, especially since when I was a kid. Like I'm the Taylor Lautner that I know is Shark Boy. God, I keep forgetting and, he's Shark yeah, Boy. and he's great as Shark Boy because he's a little jerk. Like he's but also he's, like a fifth the size of his yes. life. It's like adult <laughs> self at this point. Like, yeah. and then um, I knew him as Edward from. Edward? Not Edward. Jacob. He plays Jacob. I called him Edward earlier. I agree, because I've never watched, seen, or read uh, Twilight in any way. So he plays Jacob in the Twilight series, and I loved him in that, because he, well, he's Taylor Lautner, but also because he was a good actor. Um, But it's just, you know, seeing him be funny, and he's, he has this, like, laugh that is kind of his his name is dale in the in the show which also okay like that's funny to me um anytime i see oh god please tell me he spells it the same way. no that'd be fantastic i would love that but no he does not spell it the same way um but he so he has like this quintessential like trademark dale kind of laugh where when he like finds something out or thinks something is funny, he'll go <laughs> like it is the most infectious laugh. It is so high pitched. Just just picture Taylor Lautner laughing with a high high pitched laugh that is like nine octaves way higher than it sh- than you think it should be, and that's what you have. And it's just it's fantastic. <laughs> So yeah, that's you know. I just want to remind the world that Taylor Lautner is out there, and he is, he is a good actor. <laughs> and he's still he's he he's gonna get out from under that Twilight crap eventually. Yeah, I mean he did a movie after uh, I don't remember the name of it, but he like was on the run or something, and he was. I just remember the poster was him like parkouring over buildings. Yeah, he tried the action star yeah. thing like right away, and they were like, mm, "I don't the know." The last episode, so the last episode that I watched today was he. So on the ashram, they never got to have internet, and well, actually, for every minute of internet they had, they did, they did or took, they had to whip themselves thirty times. So, oh my god! Yeah. So I mean, to be fair, that's what it feels like to just use the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he like watches the video and then he starts whipping himself and everybody starts freaking out. And then for the rest of the episode, he keeps referencing videos that he's watched because he realizes he could just do it now. And there's a part where they're trying to break into a a place, um, break into an office building. And he's like, I've watched a ton of parkour videos today. I got this. And he starts out really good, and then he goes to jump up on the fence and just face plants. <laughs> and it's like, this is the Taylor Lautner I've always wanted. <laughs> because, oh my god. I know you can make that jump, but you <laughs> you are a comedian now. Good for uh, good. you. I mean, it's good for him to like find something, even especially like England. Yeah. It's just like a weird place, because they'll put anything on TV for like a couple of years and try it out. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was it's funny. I don't know. I I recommend. The, I highly recommend Cuckoo to anybody who needs a Netflix show between all of the ones that already exist. Yeah. So <laughs> that's like my little, you know, my little thing before we get into the, you know, the the spoilers, the big, stuff. the big stuff. 
I was going to say meat and potatoes, but I didn't want to use Devin's phrase. <laughs> I don't think Devin does not own meat and potatoes. I, okay. I, I, I know, but like he says it on the, the show a lot, so I don't want to say it on our we're, show. We're that different, much. damn it. We're different. We're the junior. <laughs> Uh, well, let this junior tell you about how two drunk women accosted him at the bar at the draft house last oh week. Oh, my God. I'm excited uh, for this story. So, so I go to, I go out to Alabama draft house, go to see Wreck-It Ralph 2 and Into the Spider-Verse. Great combination, by the way. Mm. Um, just like good, wholesome family fun. Uh, <laughs> but in between that, uh, I go to sit at the bar because I got like an hour between the two movies. I'm having a drink. And I can hear these two women sitting next to me. And I actually thought only one of them was was overly tipsy because she was the only one I could hear. Uh, <laughs> I learned very quickly. I was wrong. But I just hear her going because I hear her talking to her to, the, to her friend. And she just keeps saying, we're going to make Karen and Rachel a label. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Whatever. Maybe they're oh, I don't know. But then she says it again. And then again. And then again, and I realize, oh, she's stuck in a drunk loop. Like, <laughs> there's a thought going on oh in her God. head that is not going away because we are in this public bar. Oh my God! Also, both of these women were like in their fifties. That's the other part of this. It's like <laughs> this is not like two sorority girls or something sitting next to me or anything like that. Like this is like two, like two adult women all of a sudden. Oh just God. like just more and more drinks. And largely ignore them. Everything's fine. I'm having my drink. I'm getting ready to pay my tab so I can go and uh, get into the next movie. And all of a sudden, one of them puts a Santa hat down in front of me on the bar. Now, a lot of people are walking around in Santa hats. They were giving them out as like part of their – it was just like a giveaway thing they were doing. So I didn't really realize who it was putting the thing down in front of me. But I just assumed that people were just like passing these things out. So – I looked at it and I picked it up. And the next thing I know, this woman's got her arms around my shoulder. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, could you do me a favor and put this on? And then we need to get a picture. And I was like, picture of what? Oh, God. Oh God. Yeah, sure, whatever. Because I kind of <laughs> thought she meant me take the picture of them. Yeah. Which is that I thought I was agreeing to. And I figured the hat thing was just, I don't know, they're drunk and they want me to wear a hat. Yeah. Something Not the weirdest at. thing I've seen drunk people do. Yeah. So, so I put the hat on, and I turn around, and I realize, no, she wants the picture with me and her, and her friend is taking the pictures. And I'm like, immediately, I'm like, I need to get away from this situation now. How do I get away from this? Because on top of all of this, they're not, like, talking to me at this point. They've just kind of got me trapped in this like photo pose with their arms around me and they're talking to each other and I am not really part of this anymore except to be there as furniture it feels like and I'm like and I'm just like I'm trying to like figure out what words I'm supposed to use to get out of this situation and they're just kind of talking to each other and then I realize that they're talking at each other I don't think either one is listening to the other and the one holding the phone I don't think is taking pictures she's got the phone up in front of her face and it's kind of wavering back and forth (laughs) and it doesn't look like she's trying to press a button in any way to take a photo so (laughs) and I'm like I don't I can't I don't know what do I how how do I get out of this (laughs) Somebody 
help me with something. And then this like waiter put, pops up with like a bunch of food in their hand trying to get by. And woman standing in the way with the phone, waving in the air, doing nothing. And I'm sitting there like waving my hands at her basically like, hey, oh there's God. a waiter trying to get by you. Hey, let me out. Let me out. And like the the second, the second I felt like just a little bit of, of like loose Freedom. grip on my shoulder, I spun my chair around again and I like waved down the bartender. I'm like, I, I pay you. I want to pay you now. Pay, pay, can I pay you? I want to pay you. Oh my God. And then the woman starts trying to talk to me again and I'm like, I actually have to get to a, a movie. I have movie time. I have to go to a movie. I have to go watch Spider-Verse. Please. Yeah, like none of this is like... Alone. No coherent sentence is coming out of my mouth, which I think helped. I think small, short, simple words where I was just like, movie time, movie, movie. I yeah. have movie. Me movie now. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I actually still had like the thing at, at Alamo is that they don't um, open up the theaters. It, they only open up the theaters 30 minutes before the showtime. Yeah. So I actually had 15 extra minutes where I went and sat out in my car. And I was like, I just need to not be near people for about 15 20 minutes here what and the, regroup did, so did she have your her arms around you the entire time like with the waiter with the wavering phone like the entire time no. like her friend was standing out, out standing there with the phone to take the pictures and yes this other woman is standing there next to me with an arm around my shoulder the whole time and then they she basically starts talking to her friend again i think forgetting that the whole reason she has her arm around me is that we were supposed to be taking a picture of some kind uh and her friend clearly forgot that too like oh my god please tell me that they then showed up in spider-verse no i was so terrified of that <laughs> i was like i'm going out to my car now to regroup and i swear to god if i go and sit down in spider-verse and they're the ones sitting next to me i am going to leave <laughs> i can't do this um, that's good, cause I, oh. I I had to run in with some druggy, some drugged up woman in Spider Verse, and um, then what showed is, up. What is going on with this movie that it's attracting weirdos? <laughs> I don't uh, know. Spiders. It's a, it's multiverse? a multiverse. Multiverse crap going multiverse on. Multiverse crap. Oh, oh man, God. that is that's hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny to me. Why? Uh, but yeah, like, <laughs> I'm that was, sorry like, that that like, happened. I, I, I just like I I couldn't even like for some reason in my head I was like no this would never happen at a <laughs> bar in an Alamo draft house that makes no sense this is a place where people come Who to see gets movies. drunk at an Alamo <laughs> draft house? I mean like, I'm sure that it drunk. No, yeah. like I understand getting tipsy before a movie to like maybe make the movie fun or you know, but like the level of tipsy that you are describing right now is like we just got some time to kill let's go let's go yeah <laughs> it's the closest one i haven't had a drink in about five minutes let's go <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh so that was, that was really like uh, <laughs> that was like the middle of my that was like the middle of my whole day there which was oh the weird God. thing like that was that was after wreck it ralph and then before spider verse that is so funny uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, let's see what else have I been doing? I've been trying to catch up on, I'm caught up on all the DC shows, all of my DC shows, uh, <clears throat> the current ones that are still on. I'm not anywhere near done with like Smallville, yeah. but I'm, I'm behind I, on Super, um, Supergirl. I'm caught up on everything except I've got like two episodes left to catch up on with um, Legends of Tomorrow, which for some reason this last like two weeks, I have just completely fallen down the rabbit hole in love with, um, uh, <laughs> And I think it's because, like, 
I mean, the, the thing with the big three with like Flash, Arrow and Supergirl is they have like all of this dramatic stuff going on along with all of the action and all of that, which is all very good. I very much like it. But Legends of Tomorrow is like, and we're your dumbass cousins here to just kind of walk in <laughs> and stumble through a situation and completely just work like ha half of every episode is cleaning up whatever the mess was they made at the first half by accident. Like it was great. It's a great just dumb show of um like just random characters just colliding into each other mm. they might as well just be walking into walking into doors throughout the episode for all like the slapstick humor that's going on <laughs> um and also i appreciate the fact that like every season i'm on season four there are only three characters from season one still regularly on the show oh, really? like every season they are swapping people out like that's crazy nice. so that's so good um <laughs> But yeah, uh, I'll probably have more to say on that another time when we don't have a bunch of Spider-Man stuff to talk about. <laughs> we um, just have a bunch of movie stuff to talk about. Yeah. So, um, uh, so we've both seen Wreck-It Ralph two. Yes. I enjoyed it. I liked where they took the story. Mm -hmm. I liked the fact that it was very much like another again a, 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 a friendship story, not a romance story. Yeah. I think Ralph. I think Wreck-It Ralph works that way. Works really well that way. Like mm -hmm. you've got the whole romance plot with. Um, Felix and uh, the commander, yeah. forget her name, uh, is like in the background Jane and Lynch. just a thing that's happening. Yeah, Jane Lynch. <laughs> commander Jane. Um, <laughs> and I think it, it works being a small part of the background as opposed to being like the whole story. Mm -hmm. So it would have been very easy for them to make Wreck-It Ralph 2 all about Ralph falling in love. Yeah. Which would have been terrible. Would have been, it would have been awful. I might have walked out <laughs> if that was what it was. <laughs> um, no, Wreck-It Ralph... It was, I really enjoyed it way better than the first one. And since it was in theaters, so I don't even, like, in my brain, I'm not even, like, comparing the two. Yes. Which is interesting. Which is actually kind of cool, but <laughs> it's just, like, I'm sitting there, and the the jokes that they repeated were, um, if, I mean, there, there wasn't a lot that they repeated, but they were good. They were good jokes. Um... But I just loved... Okay, so I have talked about how much I love the Emoji Movie. Yes. And this basically felt kind of like the Emoji Movie with characters that I already know and love. So it was fun to kind of to go on that journey again that I, that I got from the Emoji Movie with Ralph and Vanellope. And the the stuff that they did with the internet was gorgeous. How they designed it, what it what they made it look like, and all of that, like just it it fit. It it made sense. Like it makes sense that there are little little square headed people walking around the internet, like as your like little avatar. As your little within, avatar, yeah. yes. The whole like uh, pseudo, you know. YouTube aspect was great. I yes was a fantastic character. Um, it just it between between Wreck It Ralph and Ralph breaks the internet. I would a hundred times like I'm more likely to grab Re Ralph breaks the internet before I go back to the first one, because it just felt like um, I don't know. It was more fun for me. <laughs> I think. Well, there's like there's there's also like way less to get into this movie they, they don't have to explain anything about the world mm. like within the arcade or anything like that like 
it's probably it's that's a just under two hour movie and in like less than 20 minutes is you've got like the setup for this story mm-hmm. let's go to the internet and fix it yeah and so all of a sudden and like you get this like you, you get these longer kind of acts in the the story it's or like on the internet itself that hits so many different aspects of it like starting with ebay and then going into a video game an online video game and then turning around and having all of the youtube stuff at, at the end it's like yeah these are all the I mean, that's really it. You just hit the three big things people do on the internet. Pretty they much. shop, they play games, and then they watch a bunch of dumb videos. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what people do. Yeah. So this yeah. has to be part of the story you're telling. Yeah. And I, the, the, we- I mean, the weirdest part of that movie is all the Disney, like the Disney.com or Disney, what, Oh My Disney. Oh, yeah. Like that site, going to that site. That was the weirdest part of the movie because it's a Disney movie and, like, we're just going to be meta for the only reason because we're Disney and we can. Um, but that being said, that scene was really well done. The one with all the princesses. With all the princesses. Yeah. But also, it's all the it's all it's all of the voice actresses for the princesses, and the Groot portion, like actually Vin Diesel. Oh, was it really? Yeah. <laughs> according to what I saw, according to IMDb, like actually Vin Diesel. So like that is cool to me that they were able to be like, hey, we want to record some more stuff with the character that you've been playing. Come on down. We got something for you. I know you're in the middle of something with Endgame right now, yeah. but if you could just come for like two seconds and literally say the same three words you always hmm. say into a microphone. Yeah. yeah. And then you can go right back to what you're doing. I don't know. Like I that uh. that scene and being the weirdest and like kind of s- s- most like the more skin crawly part of that movie still really 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 well done. Um but yeah. <laughs> I know that they were making fun of themselves like the entire like yes. it's yeah, it's, that it's too. a very easy joke to make but it's not very easy for Disney to make it uh which which is to have all of your princesses sitting around talking about the fact that they're like really bad feminist mm-hmm. icons in a lot yeah. of ways and yeah. then and there's like that end scene where it's like a strong man is in trouble quick let's go save him yeah like and the whole making like the fact that it came back i think the fact that it came back helped like if that oh, scene yeah. were by itself it would have been funny but just kind of one and done the fact that they then become like the people who are like helping them save things at the end of the movie is yeah. i think the perfect way to back up the that the joke they were making in yeah. that scene. Yeah, the payoff is is the fact that it has a payoff is good. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> and the fact that you know they put him in a Snow's dress to like parachute him down yes. is great. The like, oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, and and I really like that they also make fun of the whole stare out of body of water and then th- important and then water in- important water and <laughs> sing about the thing that you most want in the world and that song about um slaughter oh, race slaughter race <laughs> that song is so good <laughs> and it has to be because it's the only one like yeah. ralph is not a musical yep both of these movies are not musicals, so to be like, we're going to do it. We're going to make fun of we're ourselves do and do the right. big musical number. So you're damn right we're going to yeah. put it in a yeah. grimy, dingy GTA online yeah. <laughs> knockoff, was... and things are going to be exploding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was really, uh... really enjoyable. 
Uh. <laughs> uh, so, tell me, Dale, can you turn invisible right now? Do it right now? Right now. Uh, you're not going to know, so yes? Oh, damn it. <laughs> Fire you're back supposed at to, you. You're supposed to say, I can't do it on command. Yeah, no, any... I'm, not, I'm not falling into that. I'm not Dang falling it. into that when you can't see me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. Jake Johnson might be one of my favorite Peter Parkers now. Yeah. That might be one of my favorite, favorite depictions of Peter Parker. Oh, my God. Just... It was so good. Can I? Okay. Before we get into Spider-Verse, can I mm -hmm. share you the the continuation of this, the sitcom that I lead? Sure. When it comes oh, to yes, movies. That's right. <laughs> because I really liked Spider-Verse. I really, really did. It was fun. Very enjoyable, but I need to see it again. And the reason why I need to see it again is for three reasons. One, <laughs> there was a, I went out to get soda, uh, to refill the soda that we had. And in the lobby at the, at the concession stand is a presumable, presumed mother she I, I assume she is their mother but because she had two children with her could not be the case could have been their sister who knows but a parental figure with two children are at the concession stand uh-huh and the parental figure is talking to the you know son figure um and they're like fighting about cup sizes like soda cup sizes. Yeah, yeah. I was really worried to let that one hang, but yeah. And, soda um, cup sizes. So I know. I was like, I just need to. I just need to say it. Soda cup sizes. And I'm standing there, like, can I? Do I go? Can I get my soda? I just need a refill. And then she let me go, so that's fine. I'm like, cool, fine, whatever. So then I walk back into. I get my soda, and I'm like, fucking, that was weird. That was weird. That was not fun. But okay, let's go back into the theater. I go back into the theater, and they walk in. And oh, I'm like, day. and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I and I leaned over to them. And I'm like, this lady was in the in the lobby, and she was fighting with their kid. I I don't know. She like I she's gotta be drugged up or something. She just seems drugged up. And what I should have said was, this lady seems. I actually I didn't even say to him she seems drugged up, but I should have because I should have said this lady is seems drugged up. This might not be a good situation. <laughs> And we should have pulled the ripcord right then and there. I will take full responsibility for that. Um, but I didn't <laughs> because I wanted to see the movie. And I was like, I can't let this woman ruin this. I, I'm here. I want to see this. I need to see this because I need to talk about it with Zach. Like, I, I want, we need to, Devin and I need to see this movie because we've waited too long. We need to see it. So I didn't say anything. Um, I also didn't think to say anything. <laughs> like, I didn't think to say, I think this woman's drugged up. There was a lot going on in my head. So, then, a little girl right in front of me had a blinking sweatshirt on. Oh, God. Or, or a shirt. It was, I think it was a sweatshirt. I'm not sure. I initially thought it was her shoes until Devin made a comment, and I was like, I think it's her shoes and he said no <laughs> and then she stood up and turned around and right there on the chest was a blinking light 
And I'm like, why? So I had that going the whole movie. And then I had the drugged up woman <laughs> commenting and laughing throughout the entire thing. Like, oh, yeah. like overreacting and delayed. <clears throat> so, yeah. So that happened. And then the third and possibly the... I mean, those are two really, really bad things. Those are bad things. I'm sure Devin has stuff to say about them. You can look forward to that next week on Say Report. Hey, look at that. That was so seamless. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, nothing more seamless than pointing it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I do here on the Say Report Junior. Um, anyways, so the, the, the possibly w- worst thing for me was... So we saw a 2D showing. We... Actually, it, this actually factors into it. We thought we were going to a 7.30 2D showing. Um, when we went there to get the tickets, they said they didn't have a 7.30. It was only at 8. And I, I'm not sure if the 7.30 was 3D or if that just didn't exist as a showtime. But whatever. So we go to the 8 o'clock showing. And during the movie, there was a lot of soft focus. Yes. Yes, there is. That is actually something I want to talk to you about, too. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. So, but you saw it 2D, right? Yes. Okay. So, there was a lot of self-focus, and it, and a lot of times where the 3D red and blue lines would show up. Yes. Okay. So, then it, maybe, it, then if that happened for you, and you also saw a 2D showing. Yes, because I noticed it in the trailers, too. That is because the, it's the, u- the Miles Morales universe, yes, the Miles yes. Morales universe within is supposed to be uh, modeled around the, like, comic book yeah. uh, print style. So so I, there is a lot in the background, unless there's, like, generally there's, like, one thing in focus, and the rest gets, like, yeah. increasingly out of focus the more you get away from that, uh, that item. Yeah. But it, it did was take like, me a lot of time to get it, used to. It was soft focus that also didn't, like, yes, I mean, backgrounds being out of focus, that makes sense. But there was a scene with Uncle Aaron where all of Aaron's body was, like, soft-focused, and it was, like, just his head. I'm like, that looks weird. Is that what's supposed to be happening right now? What is happening? And it was really distracting, and I don't know if it's because it was distracting but I also, the entire movie, I'm like, I feel like they're showing us the 3D print of this. Print. Um, yeah. I feel like they're showing us the 3D version of this, but they can't because nobody in here has 3D glasses on. And, it, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that, I, right. that, that we went to go see a movie in 2D and all of a sudden the 3D version was playing. Right. That and has happened. That's not to say that the rest of the people in the theater with you weren't having the same exact yes, thought that yeah, you were having. Exactly. Yeah. And I and I get it. Like the I the animation of this movie was beautiful. I I loved it. I thought it it was beautifully done. Um and yeah, the the two red and blue lines of 3D um it just it felt different somehow from the rest of the animation. So that's why I was getting distracted by it because I was that kid who went and saw the 3D movies back when it was the red and, you know, blue lenses who would take their glasses off and look at the red and blue lines. Yeah, and I think there were times where they didn't employ... the soft focus stuff much more than they did the red and blue line thing. And mm. so I think the red and blue line part 
really stands out when it happens. Yeah. So, yeah. so if it, I mean, that's I mean, it makes me happy <laughs> that you pick that you also saw it because it, then it means that yeah, okay, we just saw the two D version, and that was some of their artistic style. They're, yeah, because that was definitely something you know. I noticed in the trailers because I was like, oh, God, I hope this is something I can get used to while I'm watching it so it's not, mm. you know, hyper distracting. And it luckily it was like eventually like I, I, yeah. my, I guess my brain kind of adjusted to, OK, just whatever is in focus is the thing you should be looking at. It's that don't even worry about what's not in focus because yeah. it's moving so quickly anyway. And they kind of, yeah. And, and I uh, think there was just a lot going on during the the viewing of Spider-Verse. Right. It also doesn't help that and, you were getting pulled out of the movie by a thousand things around yeah, you. Yeah, Which then, so, like, yeah. So, and again, I do take responsibility. We probably should have pulled the ripcord a little sooner and gone somewhere else. But, you know. Anyways, that being said, I still really enjoyed the movie. I just need to see it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I absolutely loved like I, I like watching that. I could not believe that we got this movie and this story in the same year. We get the PS4 Spider-Man yes. story, which is like the perfect Peter Parker story. Like, I think what was great was like just replaying the PS4 Spider-Man and then going into this like a month later. Mm. And so so much of it is fresh in my head that I don't have to be distracted by thinking about any of it. They yeah. introduced Peter Parker in and out done. And I'm like, okay, there he is. Mm -hmm. That's, that's Peter Parker. I don't even know nothing about this guy. This yeah. is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I, and I love how they do all of the origins. Did you I, also realize by the way, that it's not that Chris Pine played it, miles, miles, Universe Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't until after the movie when Devin said it. Yeah, I didn't notice it till the credits but, came up either. I was like, holy crap, it wasn't Jake Johnson yeah. doing Peter Parker at that scene. Okay. Yeah. Which fantastic. Like, thank you. Because if it was just Jake Johnson doing both, that would have been awful. <laughs> that would have he would have had to like change his voice to yeah. be like happier and more put together, Jake yeah. Johnson, which yeah. is not as funny yeah, as no. grumpy Jake Johnson. <laughs> no. It just it just makes sense that a successful Peter Parker would be voiced by Chris Pine. Like it, that, that just makes sense. It Any just makes Chris's, really? sense. <laughs> Any other Chris's. Uh one of the trivia lines for Spider uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse was Chris Pine voicing Peter Parker create um it, he, becomes the fourth Chris to ever portray a character in the in the Marvel whatever. And I'm like, thanks, IMDB. Like, why? Thanks. Someone submitted that. Someone submitted that as a trivia thing. Well, Marvel was working very hard to collect. And so <laughs> what they really need what they really need is Chris Hemsworth to be in a Sony Marvel movie. Yes. Because so far or actually, well, no, Fantastic Four is Fox, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I never remember these. Dang it. I believe I guess it they is. need both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> not, this not is to also, get down the rabbit hole of IMDb yeah. trivia. Anyways. I, I was actually surprised. So as someone who doesn't read a ton of Spider-Man comics at all, mm. like I knew just enough about like all of the different uh, Spider-People going into this yeah. and even like the ancillary characters like Kingpin. Everybody knows Kingpin. I don't get to know yes. anything about Kingpin. Yeah. But Prowler, like I knew, the most I knew about the Prowler was that, um, oh, that's the guy that Danny, that, uh, I almost said Danny Glover. Donald. <laughs> Donald Glover, thank you. Because <laughs> the next one was almost David Glover, who's not a person. Um, yeah. 
but at Uncle Aaron, that's the guy that that Donald Glover is playing mm-hmm. in Homecoming. Which I that, want I want to talk about that, but continue okay. your thing. No, so it was just like the fact that like I had just just little bits of information to get into that, and like even with like the joke of going back, that joke of going back and giving you all of the origin stories is perfect because you don't need to know anything more mm-hmm. about those universes than what they give you. Unless they decide to do more, and now if they decide to do more movies, which, I mean, we know they're going to with Spider Gwen and then Silk. I think both have something in the works. Or oh, really? Silk, yeah. Silk. I know Silk does, and that I feel like Spider Gwen might happy. also be spinning off already. I, I can't remember. There but is they, a I think Silk movie. Yeah. First uh, so one like, so like, I don't need to know more about what about that universe than what they gave me. Yeah, I know exactly. Spider Gwen came from perfect. Mm-hmm. Don't give me any more than that. I want a full movie of that. I don't yeah. want to know anything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what did you want to talk about? So, with the- so it, it, it brings, it's kind of a rabbit hole, what I'm about to bring up. But that's going to happen. When... I love rabbits. Let's yes. Go. <laughs> um, so after, after the movie, with everything that happened and all of that, I was still able, like I said, I was still able to say I really, really liked it. It is a... Way better movie than Spider-Man Homecoming. Which you kind of have to compare the two in a way. Just as like recent, yeah. Just because it's the most recent one. They're very similar stories. Well, do Um, you know why they're very similar stories? Well. There's a reason for that. Well, is it because... Well, so like my reasoning is the the best thing about Spider-Verse is that it literally takes everything piece of media of spider-man that everybody knows and throws it in this movie which is fantastic because that is what the multiverse basically is like it is cool yes all of this affects this because we are like we all know that we all know what spider-man is so right it was like it's one of the first spider it's like one of the first superhero movies to finally sit down i think deadpool in a way did this too which is why i think the first Deadpool especially was such a huge hit yeah. and why once upon a Deadpool, which I know you've seen recently with, yep. with Devin, cause he <laughs> talked about that um, is, is the fact that like, these are movies that go, we're 20 years into yeah. the modern superhero film at this point. We have to stop. Re- we have to start recognizing that fact and we have to start recognizing the fact things like we are on our fifth Spider-Man in 20 years yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. all of these different canons and universes are floating around each other and we're all being asked to like juggle all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. And different yeah. Story different origins, different different origins for the same characters. Like it's it's cool. And it is my favorite part of that movie because yes, this is exactly what I want a multiverse movie to be. I want you guys to acknowledge that yeah, all of this stuff exists. All of this is canon in this movie. That's funny enough. That's exactly why the DC Arrowverse stuff is working for me, though in a way that like the movies and stuff don't mm. always do. Um, so the recent they they're doing crossover events every year now yeah. with all of the su- the superhero shows, um, and the one they did this year was Elseworlds, which in, in a meta narrative, I don't know if uh, Elseworlds started as a comic itself, but it now is the non-canon stories of the DC universe. Mm. Elseworlds is the tag that they put on stuff like like Gotham by Gaslights is an off is a is a a um elseworlds story or basically if somebody wants to do something funky and out of canon they slap elseworlds on it and then you can kind of go buck wild with whatever you want to do mm. and so what elseworlds did was you know first thing was with 
taking Supergirl and moving her from CBS to the CW, they had kind of created the idea of different Earths to begin with. And it was like, oh, we've got Earth 52, we've got 52 Earths. And then last year it was Crisis on Earth X. What? There's a 53rd Earth and it's all run by Nazis. Mm. And now this year it was screw even that. Now someone is rewriting reality and we're bringing all of these different um, things together of like all of these different nods to different uh, DC things. So they go to Gotham and meet Batwoman and Bane's mask from um, uh, Dark Knight Rises is there. It's not oh, even cool. like one of the old, it's like literally the Tom Hardy Bane That's mask. Cool. And like when they go to Earth 2 to see Superman and Lois, they open up the portal and they open up with the Smallville opening of the shot over Kansas and the theme song from Smallville starts playing. Yeah. So like they're playing with the idea that they rec they recognize that all of this crazy stuff over like 20 years of TV now has been going on and they just have to acknowledge it because mm -hmm. if they don't, they just, they just all starts to crumble. If they, it's like, no, no, just think of this thing separately from this thing, separately from this thing. Well, no, it's, they exist separately yeah. and also together yeah. in the most, in the best ways. Yeah. It's, I love that. I love that kind of stuff so much. And it's one of the reasons why Spider-Verse works for me and why I was like slightly able to look past the distractions because I was like, this is fantastic that you are bringing up the Raimi, the, the Sam Raimi films. You are bringing up the, the video game. You are bringing up all of these comics that exist. Like, it, you're even, you are even incorporating Homecoming. Like, there are little Easter eggs to Homecoming in there, you know? Like, it's so beautifully done, too. And at the same um, time, just bringing in characters like Green Goblin. Bringing yeah. in Green Goblin yes. like that, and yeah. the only acknowledgement you get is that at some point they both go, oh, it's Green Goblin. Yeah. Otherwise, like, it's such a completely different design and character from anything that's been on screen before. Yeah. And yet you instantly go, okay, there's Green Goblin. Yeah. They said it's Green Goblin. He's big. He's I, green. I mean, All I needed. Think of, <laughs> think of Scorpion, too. Like, we have, yeah. we have a Latino Scorpion <laughs> who shows up. And is fantastic. And Doc Ock. And Doc Ock. Just, like, who is just Doc Ock. Mm -hmm. They don't even, like, it's not that she's a sister or a daughter yeah. or anything. No. It is In that, that she universe, is, she is this Dr. Is Doc Octavius. Ock. Yeah. 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 Like, it's, you know. Um, but, so, to, to go back to the whole homecoming thing, is what Spider-Verse did was make me think about that movie, which, I mean, yes, it's going to because of what we've just said. But it also, like, makes me remember how uh, not in love with Homecoming I was. <laughs> um, as a, I mean, it's Spider-Man, so, yeah, I'm biased against Spider-Man. I'm, I'm biased for, for Spider-Man and all that. Anything Spider-Man is, is I am going to love and enjoy. But thinking about Homecoming again, it's just like there's a lot in that movie that does not work for me. <laughs> See, I don't. And what's weird is I don't. I liked it. I remember watching it and liking it. I also haven't gone back and watched it. Yeah, I, no. Of course, that happens with me in a lot of the, the no. MCU stuff these days. But um, I think remember. I think my going into it was that that came out right after Deadpool, mm -hmm. and so like my so like that was kind of what my brain was comparing it to as opposed to the rest of the mcu where i was like okay this is going to be you know this is for a younger audience he's younger it's for a younger audience it's going to be much goofier and also this is kind of their reaction to 
not that they hadn't already been filmed, but like this is coming out at the same time that Deadpool was like, you, you can be stupid funny yeah. with and still have like a good yeah. superhero movie. And so that was kind of what I went in with it. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, 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 I think <laughs> it's, I don't know. I think it's Spider-Verse was what I wanted Homecoming to to maybe to be, feel like, feel and, like. Yeah. it's just like the stuff that I, I think about from Homecoming is that didn't work. Thinking about it now, just dropping us in the middle of his story and not giving us an origin. Yes, I appreciate that idea, but it, it in that situation, it didn't really work for me because you have you have all the stuff that does not feel Spider-Man. To me, at least. To me, Dale Decker, there's a lot with the the MCU Spider-Man that does not feel Spider-Man to me. And these include... (laughs) Um, He's not... uh, First of all, this is just... I'm just going to say this and people are going to get really upset. I do not like the Tony Stark and Peter Parker relationship. I just don't. It does not feel right. It doesn't, it just feels really weird. It feels forced. It feels like, yeah, we needed to do this. The fact that they tied it in and said that the kid from Iron Man 3, I think, is Peter Parker. Like, that just is like, why? Did they confirm that? Yeah. I feel like that was something a bunch of people said. No, that I'm was never I'm, actually confirmed. I'm like 98% sure that that is confirmed by the MCU world. Um, like that, as soon as I learned that, and I'm like, no, that is so, uh, that feels so forced to me. And it's also, yeah, I understand that he has, he needs this father figure or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, the whole thing of Spider-Man is that, yes, he, he loses, I mean, we learn it in Spider-Verse. This, the, the quintessential, like, whoever is the spider person loses someone in their life. And it is, it is you know, rock bottom for them. And then they kind of either become the spider or they tap into their abilities as the spider person. Right? Right. We can agree that that is, like, a trope of all spider yes. stories. That, that, is the, that is the lighthouse that is always there. Yes. So. That is the, yeah. <laughs> We never get to see that with the Tom Holland Spider-Man. And we never... It's it's weird because there's a confidence to Spider-Man and to Spider-Woman and and to all of the spiders that exist that I feel the MCU Spider-Man does not have. I feel like they were getting to that in Homecoming. They do. Yeah, no, it happens. But I think the problem is they get to that in Homecoming and then, you know. The movie ends. Yeah, and then he (laughs) dies in Infinity War. So it's like, well, crap. So it's like the whole time, and yes, and and I was talking to my friend Joe about this last night, and he was like, well, you know, happy you know john favreau's character is continually being like no we don't need you we don't need you we don't need you we don't need you blah 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 and like yeah that's gonna weigh on your confidence and i'm like okay fine but peter parker as a person is a confident person as soon as he gets the spider as soon as he gets bit by a spider Right, or even like, so, like at the very least, whenever he has the like, whenever he's going to do something as Spider-Man, like that is his chance. Yes, 
to be the person that he wants to be that he's afraid to be as Peter Parker. Exactly. Like it's yeah. So it's it's very strange to watch the MCU Spider-Man slash Peter Parker be this insecure, um, non like insecure person, which I understand why. Like I understand that he's relatable for a lot of people, but it just it doesn't feel. I think I want to see more of it, like, it, which is g- crazy that I'm saying that the thing that I don't like, I want to see more of. But the reason why I say that is I want to see a backstory of that insecurity. I want to see, like, him maybe not take on, maybe, like, I want, I don't know. I don't, like, do you get what I'm trying to get at? <laughs> I think so. I, like, I think a part the, of it is, like... The fact that hmm. he never goes up to the um, love interest, whoever his love interest is. I don't remember her name. Um, baby Vulture? Yeah, Baby Vulture. Plot, plot yes. device? Plot device. <laughs> the fact that he, like, never... Like, I don't, I don't believe that as Spider-Man, as post-bite Peter Parker, he would have never, like, went up to her and been like, Hey... You're looking at me like we're going to – you want to do again, something? Like, I yeah, don't – Yeah, or again, even as Spider-Man, like, as yes, one of the times he's swinging yes. around, going up to her and either making a comment to her or saying something about hitting on Peter Parker. Yeah. Like, yeah. going up to her as Spider-Man and being like, you should give that Peter Parker a chance. <laughs> like, exactly. And, yeah, I mean, he saves her and then she starts to fall in love with Spider-Man and, you know – all of this, you know, plot. Like we need to, we need to move this plot along, guys. Like we need to do something here. It just a lot of what Homecoming does just feels like we need to do this so we can move the story along. It feels forced, and I don't, I don't love that. <laughs> Whereas everything in Spider Verse feels really, really natural. Like it feels like a natural progression, and you know, he has that father figure in. Peter B. Parker, but it it's never like I think it's it's how godly he looks at Tony Stark that kind of freaks that kind of settles weird with me. Yeah, because like he really does. He like looks at Tony Stark as a god in a lot of ways, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I need to watch Homecoming again. But it just, yeah. <laughs> a lot of it feels... And I really don't I really don't like the trope of bashing on teenagers. Or treating them like children. And I understand that happens in the world. But show... Show him overcome that by not hacking into the suit. Like, why does... I hate the scene when they hack into the suit and then it goes haywire. Because I honestly don't even remember the scene. That's how much like I yeah. They so it has the baby lock on it. It is it is baby lock protocol or whatever, but it is specifically like called baby protocol. And Peter has Ned hack into a suit, right? So that he can use the gadgets. Right, 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 right. And whatnot. And then later in the movie, like, he realizes, I don't really need gadgets and all of that. Like, it's it's just all this... It's not trusting teenagers in movies that I don't love. Like, I don't... 
like we need to we just need to crush them in some way shape or form call them a baby treat them like a child to move this story along that I don't love and that that usually is replaced with like a villain or something in a Spider-Man universe whereas now the villain is Tony Stark because Tony Stark is the one who is treating him like a child so yeah, how am like, I supposed to root for this relationship when he continually tells you no and treats you like a child? Why do you idolize that person? And it's genuinely like, <laughs> it also doesn't help that the movie is a sequel to Civil War. Yeah. And also Iron Man 4 kind of wrapped into one as well. And so like, there's, <laughs> it, it's expecting you to pull in a lot from the previous films. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it, re- yeah, it relies on that stuff a lot. Yeah, I'm choking. Um, I'm so angry. I'm choking. <laughs> it's not even anger. It's just like, listen, I like Homecoming. There are there are a lot of great moments in that movie that I will watch a hundred times over. But if you place Homecoming and Spider Verse in front of me, I am going to go to Spider Verse every time. To watch. Soft focus and headaches be damned. Yeah, it, it it's just <laughs> it is a it is a better story. It is a better usage of the Spider-Man character and the world, and it just you know, and it's it's just better. It's just it's just a better movie. <laughs> it just really is I, a I better movie. I will not argue with that. It is definitely like I think right now my top three Spider-Man movies are like Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Two, and Spider-Man, both from Sam Raimi. I don't know what order those are in. That was not in any order thing, but like those are my top three as opposed, and then like, I don't think I've ever, I've never even seen Amazing Spider-Man 2. Really? Oh, so um, good. So good. Okay. Here, you were the only human being I know, who's ever said I am aware of that. I really like the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I really, really do. I think Andrew I Garfield. Was, I thought the first one was fine. I think he. I never had a problem with it. The second one is re- so good. I... I would see like my list would be Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and Spider-Verse. Not in any specific order. That is just, you know, release date order. <laughs> um, <laughs> but those those 3 would be like the 3 that I would I have I've never seen Spider-Man 3. I want to, but I I've, want to just because I really want to watch that dance sequence again. Yeah. Into the Spider Verse actually made me want to go back and rewatch Spider Man Three, just because of the reference to the dance moment. See, like for me, I thought that was I laughed for a different reason than everybody else laughed because I thought it was a reference to the trophy uh, in in the Spider Man video game where if you go up to people and snap at them. Well, you see, that's just trophy. it. That is, that is also that what is the game reference. is referencing exactly. as well. The game I is also just referencing that idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. But more importantly, it's the whip higgle. The, the, whip, the whip higgle is not a sentence. Hip wiggle <laughs> is what I meant to say. Yeah. When he's like standing outside the yeah. building and actually literally dancing, like that is straight up from the scene from yeah. Spider-Man 3. Yeah. The um, walking and snapping thing is both from Spider-Man 3 and also just like a joke of friendly neighborhood Spider-Man yeah, and exactly. how else do you go be your friendly neighbor but go say hi and shake hands yeah. And, yeah yeah but it just yeah I don't know Th- yeah those are my three those are my three Spider-Man movies <laughs> 100% and I will I am confident in that answer <laughs> final answer 
<laughs> um, I also want to say about, you know, the whole Donald Glover being. Oh, yes. Uncle Aaron. Never put that. First of all, I don't oh. I don't know the character of Prowler. I, I as much as I know about Spider-Man, I don't know everything. I don't know the character of Prowler. I, I didn't either. I just like when and... um, there was like all of this talk when, of Donald Glover playing Miles Morales, mm-hmm. Morales at one point. Yeah. And then when he got the character in um, Homecoming, a bunch of people were like, oh, OK, so the character he's playing is actually Miles Morales' uncle, which means that Miles Morales is Miles Morales. Is, I can't talk today. Miles might exist in the MCU somewhere then if if Aaron is there, um, which and that also, was kind of where all that came from. Yeah. I, I found that out when I was reading the trivia of Spider-Verse. What, because I like I l- never knew until t- yesterday or today um, that Donald Glover's character is supposedly or supposed to be Aaron Davis. Never. Yeah. Never. Because they. That. I think they only ever say his name once in Homecoming. Yeah. Like in the first scene he shows up, I think they call him Aaron and that's it. And there's no and other he, thing. He references his nephew, right. which is cool. But like, uh, but- it also freaks me out that it, it scares me that Miles Morales might exist in the MC war- MCU because. <laughs> because of Infinity War? You don't want to think about that? <laughs> no, no. It, it scares me because of what I've said of Homecoming, like what they did with. Peter and Spider-Man in the MCU. Yeah. Like, it makes me nervous what they could do with Miles. Well, <laughs> see, here's the other, here's kind of the other shaky part of that, which is what I was talking about earlier. Um, a lot of Homecoming is Miles Morales' story that they, they grafted onto a younger Peter Parker. Yeah. Which... It was actually got a, it got a, it got a ton of criticism for that. Yeah. Because, like, like All his friend. All the gadgets. The friend that, yeah, the, yeah. Well, and even then, the friend that the hacks friend. into the suit for mm-hmm. him, that is his roommate yeah. that you meet in, in Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's the same character and stuff like that, and they just kind of moved them around to Peter Parker because they were like, because yeah. instead of just going with Miles Morales, they were like, no, no, we want to bring Peter Parker and Spider Man back from Sony, and it's like, don't do that. Yeah. No, bring Miles in. That'd be so much cooler. Another <laughs> reason why Homecoming kind of skews me out in situations. Yeah. Um. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that being said, everyone go see Into the Spider Verse. It yeah. was great. Yeah. Um. Very enjoyable. Uh, Nick Nick Cage. Is having a great year, um, <laughs> yeah, as as Spider Man Noir, and then as uh, I don't know if you've seen anything about Mandy, which no, is the horror movie that no, came out earlier this no. year. You would never watch it. Nope. Speaking of bloody, <laughs> but oh my god! Like if there was a movie that was written for Nicolas Cage to go crazy, there that is that is Mandy because it's just like it's as simple as there he's his girlfriend gets killed by a cult and so he goes on the revenge rampage after them Jeez. and so in the middle part to that when he goes crazy and angry is just in a very brightly lit orange and yellow bathroom he just stumbles around in his underwear and a t-shirt pulls a bottle of vodka out of a cabinet in the bathroom pulls it out of there and just starts chugging it and screaming just chugging it and screaming over and over huh. for like a good solid five minutes. It's very good Nicolas Cage acting. Then. <laughs> but then to see him then come in, but to watch that earlier this year and then have him come in as Spider-Man Noir, where he's yeah. going to be like a, lo- a lot more like somber and down to earth, yep. kind of like still over the top, like 1930s Noir guy, but he's going to be quieter. So it's like, oh, we got the two best versions of Nicolas Cage this year of yeah, intense, awesome. quiet Nicolas Cage. 
I'm taking the cube with me. It <laughs> intrigues me. <laughs> and then he solves it. Spoilers. Um, yeah. Even though he's colorblind. Which again, yeah, IMDb trivia. IMDb trivia. Goddamn. There's a reference to Spider-Man Noir. Can't, you know, there's a joke that he can't see the colors. This is, of course, because he's from a black and white world. So Spider-Man Noir is colorblind. Shut up. I like, like beyond, beyond that being written <laughs> out, which is just silly, I love the conceit, though. I love that as a character conceit, that it's not just that he's from a black and white universe. Yeah. It is that they all see in black and white, too. Yeah. So his, his whole universe could be bright pink, for all we know. Very it's true. just that they all see in black and white. <laughs> oh, man. IMDb trivia. Why? Why? Uh. Um. But yeah, no, I I look forward to seeing Spider-Verse again and then maybe having more conversation about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's I mean, I I have one last thing before we wrap up the episode. OK. And that is. I've gotten to see Aquaman. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, so bad right now. I want to see it so badly. Uh, you should want to see it so badly. I've heard nothing but good things, which makes me so yes. excited. Yeah, no. Um, I, I'm not. I this because I got to see it early is not going to be me giving you all the spoilers because that would just be a dick move. Um, but basically, I I was joking afterwards, saying best movie of 2018, but like that joke has kind of turned into. Turned into facts at some point uh, for me. From from what I've heard, um, from what I've seen people talk about it, it it's a pretty, it's very much like the DCEU finally went, let's have some friggin' fun. Yeah. And like I've seen people comparing it to things like Flash Gordon and Buckaroo Banzai. Yep. It's like the this is the movie that's or like the Thor Ragnarok of the DCEU where it's coming in. It's like forget dumb grimy stuff. We're here for fun, damn it. Yeah. We're yeah. here to have fun, and we're not gonna stop having fun no matter what. Yep. <laughs> It is, everybody needs to see it. It is so beautifully made and fantastic. And it's just, it's, it's, I loved every, literally every second of it. From the moment the pro production houses, production studios, like, uh, screen started. I was like, and I'm ready. Let's go. I actually got that um, same feeling from Spider-Verse, by the way, when they did the opening and the comic code oh, label yeah. popped up. Yep. Like that was like that was my first indication that I was like, they know yep. exactly what they're yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah. So Aquaman, I cannot wait to actually talk about it with you. Um because oh my god. I'm probably gonna see it again. <laughs> I was ready to see it again, like in a row. I was ready to go out, buy another ticket, and go back in. I couldn't because it was an Amazon, you know, oh, early yeah. screening. But it, it, I would have pulled the Power Rangers. I would have pulled the Power <laughs> Rangers to uh, 2017. It, it would have happened. Um, that being said, the worst part about it is after the movie, we are walking out in towards the lobby, and there is a girl standing with her friend holding a cell phone by a table mount. So, like, the, the cell phone was connected to a table mount, uh, like a table tripod mount, over the girl, and she was giving her review of it. And she was just like, I had expectations, God. but, like, I just wanted more. And I'm like, 
You're stop. You are the worst. You <laughs> are off, the worst. It's an Aquaman movie. There's literally yeah. no expectations. Yes, exactly. There's no way you can have expectations. <laughs> it's Aquaman. And, <laughs> and to a hundred percent steal a line from Devin, uh, that is a person who went into this movie and tried to hate it. Mm-hmm. Just like so she could get some people to watch her video. Because oh my god, why? <laughs> but yeah. That's what I'm going to leave with this episode with. Is go, right. see, go see Aquaman when it comes out. Be the first person in line. <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy it. That's it. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it for this week, uh, everybody. It's good to be back. Um, you're right, by the way. I was the one that was going to break this. I knew uh, it. I knew, I knew <laughs> you were. Last week, uh, There's a. Uh, you got one of our first, our version of the very special episode, what we lovingly titled hot topic i believe yeah. i do that at the beginning of the episode too if i remember i had to go back and listen to yeah. see who opened it and yeah i definitely sprang that on you as we hit record um where <laughs> we talked about actually just review culture in general that yeah. was what we talked about at that first time um we also if you hop over to say report senior you'll hear our wonderful voices in the second half of their 100th episode Woo! um you know I, I, I was like, I'm, I'm still going through our old episodes to put them up on YouTube. And mm-hmm. the fact that we've done, this is episode 38 blows my mind. Wait, uh, wait, this is episode 38? Yes. The 39. Really? Hot topic. Yeah. <gasps> wait. So. 39? So this is. So we've done, this is 38 of the official episodes. We have done 39. Actually, we've done 40. 40. If count if pilot. We, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, our backdoor pilot, as we call it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I, um, I knew we were going to miss the 30th episode. Oh, yeah. No, there was a part <laughs> of me that was like, let's just aim for 50. I'm not even trying those <laughs> those 10s in the middle anymore. Oh, my God. Like, um, but, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so yes, yeah, so you can hear us on the, the second half of, of the 100th episode over on Say Report. Uh, we cannot be more thankful to the two of them for mm-hmm. bringing us together and, and getting this together. Uh, and if you want to hear us cry about that, yeah, definitely you could, that last episode. You can hear uh, all the tears that happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, otherwise, you can always find us on Twitter at Say Report Junior. Uh, and you can find us on YouTube if you search Say Report Junior. Uh, you can find us individually on Twitter. I am at Zerwiski. And I am at Dale's Brain. Cool. Yeah. Uh, um, I think that means we get to go get ice cream now. I, I think so, yeah. So let's do it. Take it away, Liz. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.